0: Greetings, my friends. Welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 11. I'm Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery, and today's theme is... I'm not responsible because. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Now, have you ever started down a path that you felt held a great deal of meaning for you? Then, for whatever reason, you couldn't move toward the outcome you wanted to create, whether it was a mental, physical, or spiritual target you sought? It. it didn't matter. There was some part of you who refused to move. This podcast is born out of that specific idea. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. So in today's environment, among a great many people I interact with on a cursory basis outside of my primary circle, there's a common thread woven through much of the words I hear fall from their lips. And they boil down to one singular idea. I'm not responsible because... I'm not responsible for being here on time because traffic was bad. It's not my fault for missing the deadline because guys in accounting didn't get the reports to me in time. Don't blame me for dinging your car because you parked too close to the line. I'm not responsible because insert your favorite excuse slash reason here. Now this can be maddening if you let it. I've literally had people look me straight in the face and tell me what they can do and when they can have it done and then turn around and break their word without even so much as an acknowledgement or a commitment to regain any lost trust created in those moments. Now, I recently had a woman, for example, join my gym here in Phoenix, then later quit a few days from her renewal date. Cool, no problem, we love her anyway, hope she's successful wherever she goes. Yet, she got upset when we charged her for the upcoming month. You see, we don't do contracts, we simply ask for 15 days notice which is clearly noted on the documents that she signed her name to. And rather than openly discuss her issue with the charge, her first move was to dispute the charge with the credit card company. And when that didn't work, she decided to leave a one-star review on our Google reviews. You see, according to her, she shouldn't be responsible for that last payment because her circumstances changed. And because her circumstances changed, in her mind, she was no longer on the hook for anything she agreed to do Verbally or in writing. Yet, I submit you this, gentle listener. You're always responsible because nobody gives a shit about your reasons for failure. And that's how it should be. Your reasons don't change the consequences that people face when you break your word, when you make a commitment, when you create an expectation. That expectation is then used by anyone tied to your commitment to make commitments of their own. There's a snowball effect happening here. You don't want to be the broken link in this chain of commitment. You are. If you are, you'll soon find that rather than working to fix that broken link, it's simply removed or replaced in order to create strength and the potential for outcomes that serve everyone involved. So these people who are, quote, not responsible because they keep law offices in business. They're the reason contracts are required when dealing with anything significant. You'll know this all too well, especially if you've purchased a home or secured a loan of any kind, as my wife and I recently did. Uh, There were more than a hundred pages of deed, title, escrow, and all kinds of financing and disclosure documents signed in the presence of a notary that were all required to be executed or there would be no deal. Not one, zero, none. So now I signed the contract. I chose end of the deal. The bank doesn't care what happens in my life. It doesn't care about my circumstances. It simply expects payment on the first of the month. I wouldn't be able to send in a note saying the dog ate my checkbook. How about you let me out of the mortgage I agreed to pay? Now surely you can see I'm not responsible for that payment, Mr. Banker Guy, right? And whether I pay the bank or not, I'm responsible for the outcome I create. I make my payments and I keep the home. Or I don't make my payment and I lose the home. I'm responsible. That's the agreement I made. Either outcome is on me and on no one else. And that's how it should be because that's what I agreed to up front. So, again, no matter how many sad stories I can come up with to tug on the heartstrings, it doesn't matter. Now, if we take this concrete example of our new home purchase a little bit further, it looks like this. So, not only did I choose to buy the home and obligate myself to the bank, I'm already obligated to another bank for a second loan on the existing home we currently live in. So we chose into this home in addition to the new purchase because we want to create a rental property. So being the enterprising person that I am, I jumped on the process of getting this place rented. In just about a week, I had it rented out to a a fantastic young lady who has a young child, and I committed to them to have this place move-in ready in just a few weeks. No problem. I mean the place is the new place for example is only a mile away from this place and we really don't have all that much stuff to move so shouldn't be a problem. But I forgot to tell you about the fact that the new place is being remodeled and it has no usable kitchen or bathrooms or flooring or paint or any other creature comfort you could imagine wanting in a place in order to separate your lifestyle under a roof from the lifestyle you'd experience as a homeless man under a bridge. Now naturally, I put a few guys to work over there as soon as I could. We agreed on tasks, on price, on deadlines. However, the result is the work is not done and it's well past its completion date. I have no place to live and I have to get out of this house in order to meet my obligation to my tenant. So, who's responsible? Do I call up this woman and tell her it'll be another month because it's not my fault the work isn't done? How might that go over? Now, she's currently living with her sister, and her sister is expecting her to be out so she can reclaim her home and entertain people for the upcoming holidays. Does she tell her sister it's not her fault that I didn't move out on time? So, those people coming for the holidays who've made travel plans, you know, that's not on her. Does her sister call up the guests and tell them it's not her fault she doesn't have space because, you know, my tenant didn't move out of her house? At some point, the piper has to be paid. All these people are being inconvenienced because of a commitment that was made and broken. So by choosing not to accept responsibility and find a solution, really what we're doing is we're passing our problems on to other people. And this has become the norm in the U.S. The rationale is that if if your excuse is, quote, good enough, You can absolve yourself of doing what you agreed to do. You can pass the buck to the next guy or gal, and they'll just have to deal with it. And at some point, someone will have to deal with it. Someone will have to do the hard thing and pay the piper. That fucker always gets paid. But the real cost is the price we pay when we choose not to be responsible for our outcomes, whether it's in the form of lost authority, lost trust, broken relationships, or worst of all, that feeling of knowing that we allowed others to pay the price for our mistakes and missteps. When we choose the path of irresponsibility, we bleed power, we bleed self-worth, we bleed influence and efficacy in the eyes of others. But far more importantly, in our own view of ourself and our capabilities, we create misery for ourselves. And how could this not be the case? When we think of the results we create, If they're always at the mercy of another person's actions or behavior what we're really saying is that we have no control of our lives and our destiny we become victims at that point those are your choices you can choose victimhood or responsibility if you really want to separate yourself from the herd you'll do what you said you would do to the best of your ability now this does not mean perfection I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, that's not what this is about. We will all fall short, we'll all fail. And when that happens, owning that failure is what elevates you, especially in the eyes of others. So to answer the question above regarding who's responsible in my situation, there's really only one answer, and that's me. I'm responsible. I'll find a way to make this property available to the coming tenant, even if it means sleeping on a cot in the new house and putting my stuff in storage. I'm responsible for the work not getting done over there. I hired it out. I let too much time go by before making another decision, and it's not ready. And that is all on me. So I will not pass that failure on to anyone else. I'll find a way to keep my word, and in the end, I'll continue to grow through the experience. To do the hard thing is to be the same person in ease as I am in distress. Circumstance cannot be allowed to cause me to step outside myself. Should that happen, I would not be the person I claim to be at my core. I would be inauthentic, and I would be out of integrity. So my question to you is simply this. Where in your life have you allowed yourself to be out of alignment with your words and your actions? Maybe you show up late all the time. Or maybe you don't practice living the way you expect others in your life to live. Or maybe it's something deeper altogether. Maybe you seek approval from others rather than being true to your core beliefs because you want to be well-liked or accept it, and not shoulder the responsibility of what your life would look like if people knew the real you. You're Living a lie. Whatever it is, explore it and get to work correcting it. Step into the power you were born to express in this life by taking on the responsibility of showing up as the best you you can be. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. If you found value in this message, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google, CastBox, or Stitcher, Share this with those you know need to hear it on social, and I'll see you back here in the next episode. This is Jason Archer signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.